Hello and welcome. Yes, you're back at Hot Springs Village Inside Out Radio for another hour of fun, great music, some interviews, and some more education about the things and the places of Hot Springs Village Inside Out. I think we're going to have a very interesting week. We're going to hear from Mr. Todd Knowles with the Common Properties and Wildlife Committee, and he's going to tell us why we have a goose poop problem. Yep, that's right. Right here in the village, a goose poop problem. Golf courses, our lakes, you know, the, the geese poop, uh, it's everywhere. Why are so, we a, geese ba- a goose magnet? Is it, is it, I mean, six miles that way is 41,000 acres of lake. Well, mm-hmm. Why don't they hang out at Lake Washita and leave us alone? Is it the golf courses? What is it? It's the feed. It's the people feed. Are you serious? I'm serious. Yes, that and a whole lot more later in the show. We'll have an interview with Mr. Todd Knowles, and we'll talk about the wildlife in the village. But first, in the last show, Bill Wyeth noted that they needed to quit writing more songs about drinking. But they needed to quit writing songs about them. Well, that's the problem. See, when there's such a great song like this one, you'll see why. This is Midland. People say I got a drinking problem. It's funny. I got no problem drinking at all. One more night, one more down, one more, one more round. First one in, last one out, giving this town lots of talk. They don't know, but they don't know. People say I got a drinking problem. That ain't no reason to stop. People saying that I've hit rock bottom. Just cause I'm living on the rocks. It's a broken heart and thinking problem. So pull my bottle off the wall. Yes, I'm broken heart and thinking, bro. 
people say he's got a drinking problem. I tell you what, you talk about a fun song. If you've never seen that video, I highly encourage you. You will laugh. You will laugh. That's true. Hey, Hot Springs Village, Inside Out, Dennis Simpson here, your host for a fun hour here on a Saturday morning or a weekend morning here in KVRE, our media partner in Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. We are delighted to be able to work with these wonderful people and to have this great program. If you really want to hear more about Hot Springs Village Inside Out, you want to see the show with Todd Knowles or Christy Bennett or who's the new police chief, or Kelly Hale, the new general manager, please just come to hsvinsideout.com. You can click on the shows. We've got lots of shows to review, lots of shows to go back through, over 150 shows just about Hot Springs Village and the area around it. We think you'll find it very, very interesting. We, We try and keep it lively. We really do. You say, well, Dennis, I really, I don't know if I've ever listened to a podcast. Well, we've made it easy for you. We're on YouTube, Hot Springs Village, Inside Out, YouTube. We're on Google. All you have to do is say, okay, Google, play Hot Springs Village, Inside Out, and it'll play the most recent episode for you, or Apple, or Alexa. All the time, all you have to do is say, okay, play the most recent episode of Hot Springs Village, Inside Out, and We'll pop right up and start playing it. If you want to subscribe, you can come to our website, www.hotspringsvillageinsideout, and you are welcome to sign up for our once-a-week newsletter. We will never email you more than that, just once a week. We'll tell you what's going on, what the shows are like, and we'll send you a little update. I think you'll find it interesting. So the good news is you don't have to be a tech guru to listen to a podcast or Watch us on YouTube or go to the website and see any of the shows. We have the YouTube and the audio version there just for you to listen to and usually some pretty great notes. But before we go to the interview, let's put some more great music in here for you. Something you won't expect. That's what you always hear at Hot Springs Village Inside Out Radio.
Miss Bonnie Raitt, giving them something to talk about. Something to talk about. Hot Springs Village, Inside Out Radio. Glad to have you here today. And now, for those of you who have waited, it's time for the Almond Brothers, a little rambling man.
The Incredible Almond Brothers with Mr. Dickie Betts on guitar there. Those were the days. Man, you talk about some great music. I hope you're enjoying our tunes. No, it doesn't have to all be country, and it's not going to all be country, but it's all going to be fun. On Hot Springs Village, Inside Out. We're happy to have you and happy to have Mr. Todd Knowles, the common property, the lakes and dams and and all kinds of common property manager, man, the the guy does it all, and is a certified forester in the state of Arkansas. He manages the timber for the village on the uh, common properties and just a wealth of knowledge. And we're talking about the drawdown on Lake Cortez. We're talking about the goose poop problem, which you heard him allude to a little earlier. And just a a lot of things, the urban deer hunt, many, many other details that we'll get into in just a minute. But first, one more fun song with Mr. Robert Randolph, who actually played the steel guitar and slide guitar with Mr. Greg Allman on his tribute show, It's Amazing, Baptize Me. Testify my 
guest at our uh, Airbnb the other night, and we've got a little container down right underneath the house here. And on the side of it, it says fish food. And, uh, I, you know, we, we leave it out so the guest can give the feed the fish. And the lady didn't see the label. And she wrote a review that said it was so wonderful. She loved it. It was great. She actually got some of the geese to eat that geese food right out of her hand. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Don't feed the geese. Don't feed the geese. Right. Yeah. yeah, We got a geese geese. problem. You think a Canadian geese problem? Uh, There's no doubt. We think Uh, you think so. I mean, are they they a protected species? I meant to ask that. I don't even know. They they are. I mean, you can't do anything. uh, You can't do anything with the geese unless you have permission from the U.S. Department of Wildlife. Uh, We, you know, we we try addling the eggs and that's putting oil on the eggs to keep them from hatching to try to control our population. Uh, and uh, we have to get a permit from the U.S. Department of, uh, of Wildlife to do that. Really? Yeah. And, and that's that's one way of controlling the, the birth rate. I mean, you don't get all the nests, but you can control some of them. But, yeah, we, we you know, our golf courses, our lakes, you know, the, the geese poop, uh, it's everywhere. Why are so, we a geese ba- a goose magnet? Is it? Is it, I mean, Six miles that way is the 41,000 acres of lake. Well, mm-hmm. Why don't they hang out at Lake Washington and leave us alone? Is it the golf courses? What is it? It's the feed. It's the people feeding. Are you serious? I'm serious. People feeding. You have guests come in, you know, and they take loaves of bread and they'll throw bread out to them. And, you know, and they're just, hey, they, they, they got it made. Yeah. And they, they keep populating. And, uh, you know, and so – uh, you know, you have to do something about them. You have to, you have to have some kind of a control because, you know, the, the poop that these, you know, they poop so much and they, you know, and it contains, it can start a cold eye, start different diseases and, and uh, toxins into the water, into the ground. It can ruin greens on the golf courses. I know the golf course superintendents, they just absolutely have their hands full. Well, let's, let's cut back to this just for a chase. And, and, and the bottom line is there are things, I see a lot of news a lot of news and we make shows on a lot of news and there are things I don't comment on. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is, is the E. coli levels in the lakes. Now the, right. the, the DeSoto, we had our, our beach shut down for Memorial day weekend. If I'm not mistaken, we were barely over the limit. If it's, just, just barely over the limit, but yeah, we were over the limit. And, and, and 
you would never think it because these lakes are so pristinely see to the bottom at five feet visibility clean. You, you, and you couldn't see E. coli if you could, but one of the examples that I told uh, that I'd mentioned earlier was uh, <clears throat> one of the townhouses I was at, there was just 200 feet, five foot wide of geese poop where you couldn't step and not step in the geese poop. And one way or the other that ends up in the lake. Uh-huh. So it's, it's not that there there's E. coli running down from leaking sewer systems. I don't believe, I think we just have so many geese that love the area and you look, they're beautiful. Uh, the little goslings are, I uh, could not be more adorable. They're beautiful. Oh they're beautiful. yeah. Yeah. But, and, and I didn't, I didn't really know. I assumed they were a protected species. Are they protected because we don't have them in wild numbers, other places? Cause man, we got all you can shake a stick at, right? Yeah, mainly. You know, they're protected because of that, because of outside the village, you know. Really? Uh, yeah, and, and they're just, a, they're, they're protected here, and they're protected federally. So, you know, before you do anything, you know, you have to get permission from, like I said, from the, from the feds, from U.S. Department of Wildlife. Well, when we've been idling the eggs for several years until we have the last couple of years, and because of the pandemic, we weren't able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we still done it the last couple of years. We didn't do as many. Uh, and, you know, and, and you, you know, you run into people, they've got nests on properties. People don't want you on your property, on their property doing it. So you can't mm. addle on that. And then you have nests that you can't find at the end of hatching. Mm. And, uh, you know, and, and the populations just increase so much, uh, you know, that we, we have, we have got, we're very overpopulated with them. I had one lady tell me we had a little dine around here on Lake DeSoto and she told me that she had counted 27 babies this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, there was a bunch cropped out a whole bunch. And uh, yeah. And so let's be frank. You you can't have E. coli levels through the roof that cuts down the recreational use of the lake, cuts down the quality of the water, cuts down everything. So what do we do? I mean, is there a way we can take some of these out or what do you do? Well, actually, last year, uh, the U.S. Department of Wildlife, um, you know, we got a hold of them. They came in. They'd done a survey of the geese that we had. And uh, they determined that, yes, you are way over the limit of geese that you, you, you know, that you should have. By, by, over, by what overpopulated. Percent? How much overpopulated uh, were we? We were overpopulated by 60% of the geese. 60%. 60%, yeah. So, uh which they leads to disease for them too, and, and exactly and exactly. overgrazing and yeah. So they they actually came in last year, and I helped them, and we removed uh, over two hundred. It was actually about two hundred sixty-eight, two hundred sixty-nine. Uh, we removed geese, two hundred sixty-eight or two hundred sixty-nine geese out of the village. And these are big now, birds. These are not just they are, Hey, hey, they're huge. And by I mean, I mean, by removing, we were. Very, we just herded them into a into a big pen. You know, while they're molting, they can't fly, so you have to, oh. you know, do it then. Yeah, right. Uh, once a year during the summertime, they molt. They lose their fly feathers, mm-hmm. and they can't fly. So you know, we we herded them and very, uh, uh, you know, we were very gentle with them. We put them in little cages, and and uh, so they took them to uh, Valonia. And uh, actually had those geese processed and gave the meat to uh, different needy houses, such as Jackson House and 
Really? Yeah, needy families and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I, I love the use here and I, I hate it. I mean, I really hate it. We, we've talked about uh, this know, on other shows, but oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. People, people love them. They feed them around their house. You know, they're not supposed to, but they do. Uh, and, and Hey, I, don't get me wrong. I like the geese too. It's not that I, that I hate the geese, but sometimes it's just like with any kind of wild animal or any kind of wildlife that you have. When you begin to get overpopulated with that, especially if they if they have the disease that their poop can cause, like mm-hmm. the geese, uh, you know, you, you have to try to take some action. And, you know, it's, and it's not the POA that, that determines, hey, you know, we're overpopulated. I can call an agency and tell them, say, hey, I believe we're overpopulated with this species. And they'll come in and they'll do a survey. I'll usually go out with them, just like the deer survey. We've done a geese survey and, you know, they determine these are professionals. This is all they do. And they determine, you know, Hey man, you, you need to do something or you're fixing to have big problems. And, and they and, have a national view. We, we have a, right. you know, hyper local. Yeah. We're just, it, yeah. They can see it nationally. And, you know, we're just looking at, at hot Springs village, but they come in and, you know, Hey Todd, you know, y'all, y'all really need to do something. Well, and, and so we did. What would the problem lead to? I mean, a disease that just seems obvious, but I mean, I had the, uh, the mayor of Maumelle told me one time on another show that, um, they were German shepherds with wings because yeah. they, poop, they poop so much. I mean, exactly. It's, it's unbelievable. If you've do. seen where they've been, there's just, t- what is their food and what diseases do they run into? What's the, the, and there's no predation, I guess. There's not much. I mean, not, you know, you got Fox and cows, but it's, you know, as close as these geese stay to water, to houses, not really any predation. You know, one of the biggest problems is, you know, they can destroy a golf course. They can destroy the greens by just their poop alone. They'll kill the grass. Too much nitrogen know, or, or too much nitrogen. And, and it, it just destroys golf courses. It can, it can shut your lakes down from the coli, mm-hmm. uh, as, as you've seen. Yeah. Uh, it can, it, it's just, uh, you know, your parking lots on your lakes, your, your docks, your, your, uh, piers is just covered with goose, but I mean, yeah. you know, and, and, and we have to go blow it off and, and, uh, clean it, it up. It has to go somewhere. It has to go somewhere and it goes mainly in the lakes. Yeah. Well, just, just a curious, what do they eat? Do they eat minnows? Do they eat bugs? Do they eat snakes? What, what do they eat? No, they, they, they eat bugs and, and, uh, and different, you know, and they'll eat some minnows and, uh, then they eat, uh, you know, different vegetation on the ground that grows mm-hmm. along the, the, the lake shore. But most of the time they eat the corn and the bird seed to people, people feed them, uh, and the, and the bread that people feed them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it, you know, you, you have all these geese and you got guests to come and, and I don't blame them. I'd probably do the same thing if I was going somewhere that I had never been and, you see these geese and you want to throw them some bread and get them to come up and eat mm-hmm. and all that. But you know, they, they don't want to leave. I mean, when the migration comes, these geese, they don't want to migrate. They got it made. They want to stay right here. So what's the pattern? I mean, and these are Canadian geese, or is that correct? That's right. Geese and what would Canadian they normally geese? do if we didn't encourage well, them to stay here too long? They would normally fly, fly south during the winter and you wouldn't hardly see them. Go into Mexico and, or something or what? Yeah, yeah, into Mexico and they would hatch down there. They'd lay their, you know, their nest and hatch down there. And but these don't do that because these, we've we've broken their natural cycle by feeding them here. Right. Yeah, and they get it made. 
they don't have to go anywhere. No predation. No predation and all the food they can eat. And, uh, I mean, you can't blame them. I'm looking for a deal like I'd that. Do the, yeah, I do the same thing. I do the same thing. So, uh, but that's that's the problem that we've run into <clears> with them. And uh, man, they've just gotten gotten out of hand. What's the what's the long term solution? What do we do? We 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 encourage villagers, hopefully, well, with this kind gonna, of show, yeah, not to feed them. But yeah, we don't want to feed them, and and also we want to, uh, you know, we we we're going to continue to to try to add legs and to. Uh, cut the numbers down that way. And also, you know, we may have to bring back in the U S department of wildlife later on. Well, I'm going to stab at it. I mean, I I like the government and all, but I'm assuming they don't do this for free. No, they don't. They don't. It it costs us a little money. It's not a whole lot, but it costs us a little money to get them to come in here and, uh, and do this for us. But well, and you know, at the end of the day, it's well worth it. Yeah. Well, and, and we're back to that deal if nature can't make the balance for us, then we end up trying to step in and, and balance it back up so that the disease, yeah. the, 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 all the other things don't take back over. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. And I, uh, I see them on the golf courses all the time and I guess that's, they're eating bugs. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the clippings, you know, the Oh, they course. want the yeah, grass they'll clippings. The, they'll eat the grass clippings. And, oh. uh, then while they're eating their pooping, <laughs> you know, you so, think, you yeah, think. so they, they, uh, yeah, you'll see 10 or 12 gather on the green, you know, and it's just, boy, it just destroys that green. You get up there and they just poop all over. Well, and I think the moral of the story here, and I, I want to end on a good note and, and it, it is a good note. And that is our staff, Todd and, and all of our staff here are working hard to keep this balance. And when they say, they when they say don't feed the geese, they're not saying that because they're a bunch of killjoys and they just don't want you having any fun. It's because mm-hmm. of what it leads to down the road. Todd, yeah. if you don't mind, can I share your email address if people want to reach out to you about things? Yeah, that, hey, that's fine. That's fine. And that's T Knowles, N O L E S, at HSVPOA.org. T Knowles, N O L E S. Todd, just a moment here because it, it's a shorter episode, but I want to fill some uh-huh. people in maybe that hadn't caught this before. Give me your background. You, you didn't just you didn't just come off the street and be qualified to do the job you're doing. Tell me what you do no. because we've covered that in other jobs and tell me your education background for this. Well, currently I am the lakes, downs, common property, spillways, and uh, forestry and wildlife superintendent. Uh, I started actually, I've been here for 27 years, but I actually started working for the POA when I was 16, 1989 up at the games uh, centers. So, so Passing there, out they, putters. Passing out putters. Yeah, yeah, right there by uh, where the basketball court and yeah. pickleball and stuff used to be. That used to you actually used to have to pay to get in there. What? Yeah, you used to have to pay to get in there. You had mini golf, you had basketball, you had the pool. And I I took the money. You know, they had a little thing there. I took the money. Daphne Hobbs, she was my she, – she's who I worked for. And uh, then I started to work full-time for the POA and uh, – in 1995 in the construction division, putting in the underground utilities. I worked there uh, until about 99 or 2000 when the utilities department, when everything just about got built. And uh, then I went to work for the street department and uh, I got moved over to the street department. I worked there until we had a, a tornado come in 2011. Then we had a bunch of trees down. 
So they needed someone to be able to survey the common property, get the clean, trees cleaned up off the common property. Uh-huh. So then I went, I got my uh, degree, associate's degree in forestry and surveying, mm-hmm. where I could survey the common property, you know, and, and also uh, so it'd be a forester, so I'm a registered forester. So uh, then I took over later on the forestry and common property, of course, because I've got a degree in forestry. And uh, then uh, as of April of this year, March or April of this year, uh, Brad and Meredith left, and I was over the common property and forestry, dams, spillways, and wildlife. And, and he was uh, over the lakes. And he was over the lakes. And then uh, he left. And so they put the lakes under my umbrella also. So now I'm the lake superintendent. Which just only really makes sense. And I, you know, I understand from the outside that some people may be looking at the way Kelly's reorganizing things. Kelly Hale, the new general manager, Mm -hmm. they may say, well, why is he reorganizing this? But in some places there's just a natural fit. You were over, you were in charge of common properties and spillways, but not in charge of the lakes. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, And uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Dennis, you know, and I'm not just saying this. I'll just be honest with you. I've been here a long time, probably 27 years. And I tell you, uh, Kelly and and Ken, the new public service director, I tell you, have just done a – and they've done such a great job. And I I, I thank the world Kelly. Kelly's a good guy. He's very straightforward. And uh, he's going to do what's best for Hot Springs Village. Something tells me you know where you stand. Yes, you you know exactly where you stand with him and and, – and uh, I tell you, I, like I said, I thank the world of him. I think he's, I think he's, you know, he does what's best for Hot Springs Village. You don't have to worry about where you stand with Kelly. He'll, he'll let you know. <laughs> he'll and let you I, know real quick. And I think really, I think people that if you look back on it and, and you you analyze it, there's a really couple of things that you really want from a boss, and that is you want fairness. Yeah. And you want to be able to know you can trust him. That's the number one thing, and and you can trust Kelly. Yeah. If he te- if he tells you something. That's where it's going to be. And, like it or not. <laughs> like it or not. And, and if he's not happy with something, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll let you know. And, you, you've but, never had to ask him how his, what his feelings are and how what his no, inner, no. you never had to get him on the, the psychologist couch. How does this make you feel about your mother? No. <laughs> he, he's no, able to and, tell you right away. Yeah. And the thing about it is too, we, we've been actually now get the things that we actually need to do the job. I mean, we've, we've, bought different things before that, uh, you know, I, I give you an example. Uh, you know, I've got a side mount that we cut the limbs on the side of the road with. Okay. Well, now, now, now cut that down for the laity right now. I know what you're talking about, but it's a tractor with a boom that sticks out. Ba- basically it's like a brush hog that goes sideways. Right. On the side right. Of the, and, and it can, for those of you who Reach. don't know what it's like in places that have a lot of water in Arkansas, anywhere the sunlight hits the mm. ground, the trees are trying to get to that sunlight. Exactly. Is that fair enough? And we, hey, we've we're overtaking the village. But anyhow, they had a when they when they ordered this before I had anything to do with it. They had ordered a years ago. They ordered a flail mower for it. Well, the flail mower is to cut grass, it's not to cut limbs. So we we kept having trouble with it. Well, now, you know, we've got a a forestry side called a, a yeah a growler head. And man, I'm telling you, we can get some work done. And that's the thing. That's the thing I'm talking about with. With Ken and with Kelly, if you need something, you explain to them, you know, hey, this is what I need and, and this is why I need it. And, mm-hmm. and, and they'll help you get it and, and you can get some work done. But it, but it makes you 
a better communicator. Cause if you can't communicate it to Kelly, he's not going to say yes. If, That's he, right. if it's vague right. and he's my, in his mind, Dr. No comes out as I understand it. Yeah. And, and Hey, and when you go to him with something, you better have your stuff together. <laughs> you better tell him exactly why you're doing it, how much and everything else. When you, and, uh, but when you get to step three, you better have the answer for step three too, right? <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you. But no, he's, he's, he's a great guy, man. I, I tell you, I love working for him. And, and uh, I just really, really feel blessed to be here in the position I'm in. And, and I thank them for having the confidence in me to lead this, you know, to, well, to continue the success in the departments that we have. And, and uh, you know, we got a, we got we we've done a lot of work in the last three or four months, and got a lot more to do. But looking forward to it. Well, let me let me come back in. You touched on something else. I want to give a shout out to that Ken Unger guy. Oh, he he, he doesn't mess around either. And no. and once again, this is just and this is where logic can prevail. And and logic isn't the cure for everything. I get it. But when you look and you say, okay, well, this department needs this piece of machinery and this department needs this piece of machinery and this department uses it 30% of the time. And this department Uh uses it 30% of the time. Why are we buying two pieces of machinery? That's right. That's right. And I'll tell you something right now, Dennis, you can put this on record. Yes, sir. I've been at the POA for 27 years. Best man I ever worked for. Really? That's a pleasure. And and I tell you what, and I want to shout out to, to Jason loved Jason. It, it's Jason, incredible he was, guy. Incredible he was, guy. He was. Miss Jason him. Was miss guy. him. And and I'll be frank. When I met Ken, I'm like, you're gonna have to do something to beat Jason. And I'm like, oh, yeah. he, he's he's a he's a Jason equal if if not, you know. No, I, I, <laughs> hey, I, I truly was, enjoy him too. Yeah. I was I was worried about it myself when things changed. Really? And yeah, I really was. I you know, I I Jason and I, you know, we got a long break. Well, and you and, y'all and had a very thought, symbiotic relationship. You had a lot of things to work together on. Yeah, we did, and, and you know, and I, I thought a lot of Jason. I was, I was nervous, you know, uh, when when all the changing occurred. But you know, I tell you, Dennis, it's uh, I just I, I feel blessed that that, that that I'm in a position and I work for who I work for. Like I said before, Ken's probably the, you know, he's 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 probably the best guy I've ever worked for. And I and I tell you why, you can talk to him. You can talk to him if you got problems. Same with Kelly. Hey, you can go in Kelly's office. And if you got a problem, you can sit down and say, hey, Kelly, man, I, you know, it's uh, they're just great leaders. And, and, and Ken, if I need something, you know, I go in there and say, hey, Ken, I really, you know, man, I could really use this. And uh, and Ken, I have to get it. And it's just, uh, you know, whatever you need to do your job safely and, and more effectively, you know, they're, they're, they're all for uh, helping you get that. And, and it's, you know, like I said, Ken's probably one of the best ones that I've worked for. Well, that's one. And we're, we're, we're blessed to have you and him and Kelly both seriously, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll make note the, the answer can't always be yes. I, mm-hmm. I got that. That's right. That's the right. answer can't always be yes, but, but I guarantee you, and I, I know these guys well enough to say this, and I know this about you too. I walk out of your office. I feel heard. I know you heard what I said. Exactly. exactly. Maybe we can't fix it today. But I know that you heard what I said, and and mm-hmm. we can come back around and work on this when the time comes, or when the funds come, or whenever, whenever we work on it, right? Exactly, exactly. And it's you know, and, you, and it uh, it makes you feel good, you know, yeah. especially well, as a superintendent. It. I don't know if you remember, but you know the the le- lessons for uh, the reasons that people show up at work. No, money is between number three and number five. That's right. That's right. Reward, you, achievement, f- feeling of accomplishment. These are all in the top three based on whatever report you want to see people, you want to go to work and go, 
I feel accomplished. I, I, yeah, I used yeah. to, I'll end with this story. I used to have a pastor in Little Rock who was a Lutheran pastor and uh, we'd go out for lunch every Thursday and uh, became a great friend. And uh, he said one day, he said, Dennis, would you take me out to the village? I was like, it was kind of a lunch. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. We're going to blow an afternoon, but okay, sure. And we came out to Coronado golf course and we're sitting at Coronado golf course, having a burger and he's looking out. Now this is a doctor of theology who makes buck and a quarter a year. And this has been 15 years ago. Well, well-paid pastor, well, well-respected man. And we're looking out over the golf course and <clears throat> guys mowing the golf course. He said, boy, I'd like to do that. <laughs> let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. <laughs> you're, you're making triple what I am. You're making a great living. You got all the, yeah. you know, got a church with six or 700 people and, and you wish you were mowing the yard. And he said, <laughs> he said, uh, when that guy's done mowing the yard, it's going to look good. I said, yeah. He said, when I'm done counseling with people, I can't tell anything. <laughs> He likes that accomplishment. <laughs> exactly. He said, yeah. I can't tell I did a thing. I said, well, you got to be more patient, Tom. You got to be yeah. more patient. Well, but, uh, I tell you what, for Hot Springs Village Inside Out, Todd, anything else I wanted to mention? Uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's great coming on with you, Dennis. Hey, and I appreciate everything you do to try to get the, the word out here to the village and try to let people more understand who, who works here at the village. And, and uh, I just, you know, it's great coming on with you anytime that I can. If you ever need, if you ever want to talk to me again, or want me to come on, hey, it's a privilege being on your show. It's a delight. And to know that we're being seen in Oark, Arkansas. I hey, like that's, that. that's right. That's another plus. <laughs> that's another plus. <laughs> for Hot Springs Village, Inside Out, I'm Dennis Simpson, Todd Knowles. We will see you next time. See ya. Those of you who know me know that I have a, a hidden asset. And that is my lovely wife. Yeah, I, I think I can find some pretty good songs, and I think I can be pretty funny now and then. She uh, she has an incredible knack to do the uh, the background research that just eludes me sometimes. This next song, it ought to make you smile. It ought to make you smile. It's called Abby, A-B-B-Y. People ask me who I'm dating. People ask me who I'm seeing. You're asking who I'm going to go date. Abby, A-B-B-Y, anybody but you.
Okay, come on. That's funny, people. Come on. Get us into humor. Hot Springs Village Inside Out, your radio edition. Want to remind you, you're welcome, and we'd love to have you drop by the website, www.hsvinsideout.com. That's www.hsvinsideout.com. You think, well, I don't even know how to get there, Dennis. Go to kvre.com and click on the media partner because Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a wonderful media partner of KVRE. We love these people. They're great. They're wonderful. I'm going to just go ahead and say it because it's my hour. These are great, wonderful Christian people I tr- trust my checkbook with in a heartbeat. They are wonderful. I love them. They are literally like family. And from day one, six years ago, they've accepted me like family. I love them. No exaggeration. Tom, Tracy, Alice, Scotty, uh, Polly, uh, Donna, uh, uh, Lori, who recently left. I hate to see that, but but Kina. These are all just exceptional people. They're a delight to work with, and I'd say that if I didn't work with them every day. They're great people. Anyway, head on over to kvre.com where you can catch us streaming live, or as Tracy says, streaming live. And I always go, well, it's not streaming dead, but anyway. Uh, but go on over, and you can find the link. Just go to, and it'll click you to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, hsvinsideout.com. As, as the page shows, you will see the most recent uh, show that we've got. And that we've, uh, shows come out Tuesday and shows come out Friday. Occasionally, once a month, we'll have a Sunday special show. Uh, that typically is Miss Clara Nicolosi with Remax, who we dearly love also, a wonderful sponsor of ours. Uh, but a reason to say that is every time you go to the website, it's going to show a different page. It may show you uh, a Ricky Middleton interview. It may show you a, a uh, Todd Knowles interview, the Todd Knowles interview you just saw. It may show you uh, Christy, the new police chief's interview. Every time it pops up, it's based on what's come up most recently. But in the upper right-hand corner, there's a little button called Search. 
and type in whatever you want. One of our most recent and, and most popular episodes is things to do within an hour of Hot Springs Village. Now, this show had to be broken up into two pieces. There's so much to do in this area. You got family coming in. You got friends coming in. You want to know about the show. You just want to know more about Hot Springs Village. Hot Springs Village Inside Out, and I strongly suggest the 360-degree view part one and part two. Uh, one of our more popular episodes has been just huge, and that is a reserved property, which is what, as I speak today, uh, the fine folks at the POA has purchased some more property from Cooper, and that was reserved property. We explained how reserved property is. You say, well, that's just property in the village. No, no, it's property that may lie inside the gates, but it's not technically part of the village until somebody buys it or brings it in. So anyway, we do that. We do Airbnb shows. We do investing shows. We do real estate shows. We do insurance shows. I promise you, you will find something for everybody at Hot Springs Village, inside out. And now, back to some fun music.
Ah, the joyous sounds of Mr. George Benson, breezing. Man, I love that song. You know, there's something about music that just just perks you up. I mean, a good song. And if you'll note, we played a lot of country, but I've got a whole lot of other fun songs we're going to be playing in the next few weeks. Thanks for tuning in. Again, Hot Springs Village, Inside Out Radio. This is on KVRE, the wonderful folks at KVRE, 92.9, streaming live, as Tracy is prone to say. Uh, we're so happy to have you listening to us today. We just had a show, the, the Goose Poop Show, I called it, with Mr. Todd Knowles from the POA telling us about why and where we have go- geese and uh, what we can and can't do with them. I thought it was a fascinating show. If you have any questions or you want to reach out to us, come to hsvinsideout.com, www.hsvinsideout.com. Seems like a lot to type. Eh, just go to kvre.com and click on us, Hot Springs Village Inside Out, the media sponsors, and we'll be right there. Last night I had a crazy dream Wish was granted just for me It could be for anything I didn't ask for money Or imagine Malibu I simply wished for one more day with you One more day One more time One more sunset Maybe I'd be satisfied But then again I know what it would do Leave me wishing still For one more day That song is dedicated to my lovely wife, Miss Teresa Diane Simpson. One more day with you. Thanks for listening to another week of Hot Springs Village Inside Out Radio.